And now we take you to Evangel Assembly of God in Tallahassee, Florida, to another powerful, life-changing message. For more information, visit our website, evangelag.org. Good morning. My name is John. Your name is? What a delight to meet you. Bless God. It's so great to be with you this morning back here at the Evangel. Been a while since we've been here, and I couldn't wait to come here today. I believe this is going to be a great and a marvelous day. I so appreciate your pastor, Pastor Terrell Todd, dear friend of mine. I respect him highly. I just want to say God blessed Evangel the day that God sent him and Kathy to this church to lead this church. We give God praise for you supporting them. Give God praise for the gift that he has given to you through them. So good to see you. Many of you I do not recognize. Others I do. But I especially want to say, Pastor John Todd, what a delight to see him again. God bless you. What an apostle of faith, the great man of God. Amen. And then there's Dr. Paul, Pastor Terry, Good to see them again. Feels like part of the family. And back here with Doug Ott and Rick Baker and some others. It just feels like it's homecoming this morning. I just wish that pastor and his wife was here. But nevertheless, great to be here. God bless you. Put a big smile on your face, if you will. I mean, one of those show your teeth kind of smile. And with that smile, I want you to look at your neighbor right now, left or right. And with that smile, say to them, I'm sure you have lost some weight since I've seen you the last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell that, that most of you didn't want to lie, so you just laughed, right? <laughs> so perhaps what you need to do is take away that smile. Get really serious. Now look back at that person. Say to that person, as a matter of fact, I think you ought to lose. No, don't say that. That's not going to be a good Sunday. Amen. My wife, Anne's not with me this morning. She asked me to greet you. Says she loves you dearly. She remembers all the great times we've had together. God is still using her very powerfully. Uh, some of you may know that she has a unique gift, and that is that she, if she lays hands on a couple that cannot conceive within a year, they hold the baby in their arms. She has grandchildren all across this nation. Then I know some pastors that say to her, please don't lay your hands on my wife. But she sends her greetings and says that she's so sorry that she, she cannot be with you. We are very, very busy. Anne and I are in a different church every Sunday somewhere across the United States. We're not in another country. We, uh, many of you will probably still remember that we have had done huge open air crusades where tens of thousands of people attend planted churches. Some of you may remember in one occasion we planted 17 brand new churches in one single day to accommodate the harvest. The Lord has transitioned our ministry and now we're concentrating in the fervency of the moment 
to train and equip pastors and leaders as fast as we can in a country that's fast being taken over by Islam. Now, we know that all Muslims aren't bad, but when their agenda is to silence the voice of the church, then we had better take note. So we are fervently working. We are doing mass pastors and leaders conferences. This year we're going back again in October. And they're already telling me that we will probably have between eight and 10,000 pastors and leaders attending our conferences. We're functioning on a totally different level now. With that different level, there are different challenges, different demands, and it's almost becoming overwhelming. There's the fact that we've got to pretty much pay for everything, pay for the venues, pay for transportation to bust them in, all the meals, all the printing costs, just about everything. But we are excited because we know that God is helping us to reach those that need to be reached to his honor and to his glory. That's all I want to say real briefly to let you know where we are, what we're doing, and where God is taking us at this point in time. But that's not the reason why I came to Evangel this morning. I came because I believe God had sent me with a word to you. Oh, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I ask, dear God, let these next few minutes become life-changing moments to your honor and to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. It is truly a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you this morning. And I'm so happy that you are here. Because I do believe that today has become a significant moment in your life. I believe that you have stepped into a divine inflection point that is set to change your future forever. I want you to understand that God created every one of us to be successful. You were not born negative. You were born positive. Circumstances, other people, and probably you yourself have made you become negative. But you were born positive, and God wants you and me to have a positive outlook in life, faith-filled, seeing possibilities, and not focusing on impossibilities. I also want you to hear me say to you today that you are not a failure. Failure is an event. It's not a person. 
By that I mean that just because you have failed does not mean that you are a failure. It simply means that you have failed in something, but failure is not a person, it's an event. And if you feel that you have failed in anything, then I would suggest to you today that you get back up, dust yourself off, pull back your shoulders, lift up your head, resound your voice and proclaim, I am more than a conqueror in the name of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Romans chapter 1 and verse 11, Paul writes to the church at Rome, And he says to them, for I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. I like the way that Paul says this. He says, I long to see you because I have received something from God that I want to share with you, that I want to impart to you. And as I read that scripture, I, I, I feel that I could say this morning, that's probably where I am on July 9th, 2017, in Evangel in Tallahassee. I could not wait to get here. I counted the weeks and I counted the days. Because I believe that God has given me a word for somebody in this church this morning that's going to change and transform your destiny forever. I believe God has given me something to impart into your life. It is a significant something that's happening at the church at Rome. It's not just a casual visitation of Paul to the church at Rome. He's coming with an assignment. He's coming with a revelation. He's coming with an impartation. He's coming with something that's going to be imparted into their lives that's going to change their circumstances. He writes to his spiritual son, Timothy, in 1 Timothy 4.14. And he says to him, Timothy, don't neglect the gift that you have, which was given to you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. If I can use that in that same perspective, then I would say, Paul was saying to Timothy, there was a significant moment in your life when the elders laid hands on you, they anointed you, and they prophesied to you. That was a significant moment in your life. Do not neglect those moments in your life. Because you see, ladies and gentlemen, when I, when I read these scriptures, it clearly describes to me encounters of the God kind. 
And that's what I believe is going to happen here this morning. People are going to encounter God in a very, very specific and special way. And the moments that God selects to impart something into our lives are not ordinary moments. They are destiny-altering moments. They are designed to bring you to your divine purposes quickly. The Bible says that God knows the end from the beginning. It doesn't say it knows the beginning from the end. He knows that too. But it says God knows the end from the beginning. What does that mean? That means wherever you and I are on our way to, God has already been there. He knows where he's leading you. He knows where you are going. He knows exactly where you're going to end up. And since God knows the end from the beginning, and he's already been where you and I are going, he knows exactly how to lead us, how to guard us, how to guide us, how to step in and take charge when we need to get back on track to reach our destiny. Before the foundation of the world, I want you to listen to me. Before the foundation of the world, God laid out an exact plan for your life. And in this plan, God has marked certain significant moments that are going to come across your path. God is ordering our steps. God has a plan for our life. He knows where you are going. He's already been there. And now, along life's journey, God has chosen certain moments in your life where He will intersect your life and cause you to experience a significant moment. Today is such a day in your life. The service is a significant moment in your life. It says in Ecclesiastes that time and chance come together for every person. That means that God is creating opportunities to fulfill your dreams and has already prearranged times of increase and blessing to you. Your season of favor and increase is being marked for your future and there is a reason why you are here in this service this morning. I want you to hear me when I say to you, you are not here this morning simply because it's Sunday. You're not here because you come every Sunday. 
Because you and I understand everything that could have gone wrong to keep us away from being here this morning. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, you are not here by chance. You're not here because somebody invited you. You're not here because you wanted to be here. You're here every Sunday. You are here, please listen to me. I believe because God has made an appointment with you. I do not believe that I'm here this morning simply to fill in for my friend and pastor, Daryl Todd, who deserves with his wife some rest. In the natural, that may be why I'm here. But in the spirit realm, I'm here because God has called this day as a significant moment in your life where he's going to intersect your walk with him because he wants to impart something significant into your life. I've got to tell you, I, it, it, was, it was most amazing. I, I, don't, I can't remember when last if ever it had happened in my life. But after Pastor Trent had dropped me off at the hotel, I walked up to my room, or took the elevator to my room, walked into my room, and the most amazing thing happened, Dr. Paul. The moment I put my bag on the bed, the Holy Spirit hit me like a bolt of lightning. I couldn't do anything other but begin to pace that floor praying in the Spirit. I don't know for how long I was walking up and down, just praying in the Spirit, sensing the anointing of the Holy Spirit that's upon me. And I have received a revelation that I want to give to you right now. There is somebody here listening to me right now that's going to walk out of your misery zone and you're going to walk into God's miracle zone today. Somewhere, somebody is going to be healed in the name of Jesus. Somewhere, somebody's burden is going to be lifted. Shackles are going to be broken. Chains are going to be ripped apart. Doors are going to be opened. Valleys are going to be filled. Mountains are going to move. And prayers are going to be answered. Because God has made an appointment with you to be here today. Because this is your day for your breakthrough. If you believe that, let me hear a good amen. I'm talking to you today about significant God moments. Because I believe that is what God has created and set up here this morning. A significant God moment. 
And many times when we are down to nothing, we have to realize that God is up to something. And if there is somebody listening to me right now, and you're saying, things have gotten tough for me, then I want to say to you, you're at the right place at the right time, because God has set this service, God has set our meeting together, so that you can have the breakthrough you so desperately need in your life. When, when, I, when I think of, of significant God moments, then I realize that there are different people all through the Bible that have experienced significant God moments in their lives that are very well applicable to where you and I may be. One such instance is recorded in Luke chapter 18, verses 35 through 43. Luke 18, verses 35 to 43. You don't have to read all of that right now. It'll take too long. But uh, pardon me, I said 18. It's Luke 8, verses 43 through 48. Let me back up. Luke 8, verses 43 through 48. I, I will summarize that for you. We know that portion of Scripture as the woman with the issue of blood. If we ever have read about somebody that has experienced a significant God moment, this woman was it. We don't know too much about her, and we don't fill in the blanks that we don't know, but this is what we do know. We know that this woman had been sick. She had been sick for 12 long years. We also know that she had spent all of her money on the physicians and still she was not healed. And I can imagine how this woman for 12 long years had struggled and faced this mountain. I can imagine how she took some money, went to a physician, spoke to the physician. He gave advice. She went back. She tried what he said. didn't work. Heard about another physician, went to that physician, paid more money. It didn't work. And it kept on for 12 long years until finally the day came when she picked up the piggy bank and shook it and realized there's nothing left anymore. She'd given it all. She paid it all. She has nothing left. But the tragedy of the moment is she was still not healed. When I look at her, I, I think to myself, it's where we are many times in our life. She had done all she knew to do. She had given everything she knows to give. And yet there was no solution. There was no answer. There was no breakthrough. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you and I may not have an issue with blood this morning. But we all have issues in life. Things that we are facing. Marriage problems. Wayward children, unsaved family members. 
sickness in the body, financial problems, work problems, spiritual problems, problems that we don't know how to solve, issues that we are facing, issues that we are facing that we are saying, my God, I've been doing everything I know to do and still I don't have an answer. And when we get there to, to where she was and she finally realized she had done everything she knew to do and still she was sick. We get there many times in our lives when we realize that we have done everything we know to do. We have made every call we know to make. We have counseled every session we know to counsel. We prayed every prayer we know to pray. And it seemed many times that the more we prayed the worse it became we have talked to every person that would listen to us we have tried everything we've taken every advice read every article listened to every cd watched every dvd tried to find the answer struggling along and then we come to a place where we say my god i have done everything i know to do and i still don't have an answer. My children are still wayward. My finances are still in a mess. My body is still sick. My marriage is still falling apart. My God, I've done everything I know to do. I try to be good. I try to follow your word. And still it seems as though nothing is working for me. Ladies and gentlemen, when we get there, it is tough. That's when it's easy to throw in the towel. Time when it's easy to give up, to give in. I guess God doesn't care about me. I guess prayer doesn't really work. I, I, I guess I... I don't have the favor of God upon my life. And before you know it, the devil begins to sow seeds of doubt, unbelief, fear, and depression on our inside. This is basically where this woman found herself. But then, one day, she heard that Jesus was coming by. And when she heard that Jesus was coming by, she said, this is my day. This is my moment. I know that I know on my inside, down deep on my inside, I know that this is my significant day. Today, God is going to give me a breakthrough. And the Bible says that she obviously went where Jesus was. She left the comfort of her home and went down to the unknown, to a street probably that she didn't know where exactly it was going to be. But she left the comfort of her surroundings to get where Jesus was. And sometimes you and I are not willing to leave the comfort zones of where we are in order to get our needs met where Jesus is. And I have many times asked God, God, why is it that people don't want to leave the comfort zone? And I think I have found the answer. 
people don't want to leave their comfort zone because they are comfortable in their zone. Oh, wow. Well, that's deep teaching right there. I mean, but that, that's right. We, we, we get so comfortable that we expecting everything has to happen where I am. And we don't take up the challenge to go where God wants us to be, where he could meet us and give us the breakthrough that we so desperately need of him. However, she went there and she, she came to where Jesus was. But unfortunately, by the time she had gotten there, there was already a huge crowd around him. And if she was like you and me, she would probably look at this crowd and say to herself, Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is not going to work. Jesus is not going to be able to see me. I'm not going to be able to get to him. My, my He's not going to be able to lay hands on me and pray for me. Oh my goodness, have I missed God again? Have I missed my opportunity? And if she had decided at that point in time to throw in the towel, to turn around and run away and go back home, she would have missed the opportunity of the significant moment of breakthrough in her life. Please hear me. Satan always attacks when you are at the closest point of your breakthrough. Right there, where you're at your point of breakthrough, is where the enemy will attack the fiercest to try and steal your faith, to try and steal your confidence to rob you of what God wants to do for you. So please listen to me. Please listen to me very carefully. Satan always attacks those who are next in line for a breakthrough. So if you've been attacked lately, if things have gone wrong lately, if it seems like things have gotten worse lately, don't despair. It's because all hell knows that you are reaching your point of breakthrough. You are going to get there. You are going to have your breakthrough in the name of Jesus because you know what it's like many times when you feel like, my God, this is my moment a breakthrough. Then the refrigerator packs up. Then the washer and dryer packs up. Then the mower packs up. Then the car's battery packs up. It's one thing after the other until you finally feel like, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give in. I'm going to throw in the towel. But I'm here to tell you today, no! Satan always attacks those who are next in line for promotion. Reach on. Keep going. Don't throw in the towel. Don't turn away. Don't run away. God has organized a breakthrough moment in your life. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. But in that moment as she was walking with the crowd, she was wondering, what would I do? She saw the hem of his garment. She knew exactly what that meant. And she said to herself, if I can only touch the hem of his garment. And then as she was walking, she saw the moment had come. And she dove through the feet 
next to the people on the ground, stretched forth her hand and got a hold of the hem of his garment. And the Bible said, the moment she touched the hem of his garment, the fountain of blood ceased immediately. But I don't want you to miss the rest of the story. As Jesus was walking down with a crowd following him, and she touched the hem of his garment, suddenly Jesus stopped. And he turned around. And he said, Who touched me? And his disciples said, Lord, that's not a good question. How do you ask who touched me? There's a crowd around you. People are bumping against you, rubbing shoulders with you, patting you on the shoulder. Moms are trying to get your attention to bless their children. How can you ask who touched me? But Jesus then says, no, 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 no. There's a difference. Somebody touched me with purpose. Not only on purpose, but with purpose. The New Living Translation says, Someone deliberately touched me. I felt healing power go out from me. It was not just a casual touch. It was a deliberate touch. I want to say to you today, if you right there where you're sitting, wherever you are listening to this message, I'm saying to you to determine right now to stretch forth your hand and touch him deliberately this morning and say, my God, this is my moment of breakthrough. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm going to believe you for that promotion. I'm going to believe you for that financial breakthrough. I'm going to believe you for that healing. I'm going to believe you for that spiritual touch. I'm going to believe you for my wayward children. I'm going to believe you for my unsafe family. I'm going to believe you, God, in the, in the face of impossibility. Today, I'm going to stretch forth my hand by faith, and I'm going to say, today is my day of a breakthrough. That's where you are. I believe that's where God is going to give you a breakthrough. Please listen to me. While I was praying, and I prayed several times through the night, the Lord said there were going to be people here this morning that are going to walk out of your circle of unbelief, and you're going to walk into your circle of faith and breakthrough. And somebody listening to me right now, you're not going to leave the same way that you came. In Jesus' name. I say it prophetically. Cancer is going to go. Tumors are going to dry up. 
Blood disease is going to come under control. Organs are going to be healed. Limbs are going to be healed. Miracles are going to happen today in the name of Jesus. Impossible mountains are going to move. Shackles are going to be broken. This is not just another Sunday, however great it may be. It's your day for your breakthrough. I'm not guessing that. I'm not just saying that. I'm speaking prophetically. Because I know that's what God spoke to me in the quiet of my room. Somebody's going to get there today. It all depends on whether you are going to be willing to get up from where you are. And say I'm going to leave my comfort zone of my own belief, my own thoughts, my own opinion. And I'm going to move to where I believe God is going to touch me and give me the breakthrough that I need. Let me close real quickly. My time, my time is up. But there's also a, a, a man, and I gave you that scripture reference ahead of time. In Luke chapter 18, verses 35 through 43, this, this is the story of a, a man. This first one is a woman. This one is a man. His name is Bartimaeus. We know him as Blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus was sitting on the highway begging between Jericho and Jerusalem. Blind for all of his life. I'm sure sitting there on the highway, you oftentimes heard people testifying as they were on their way to Jerusalem or coming back from Jerusalem. He heard of this man, Jesus. He heard of the miracles. Blind eyes were opening. The deaf were hearing. The lame were walking. Just the other day, he heard people talking about a man that was raised from the dead. Bartimaeus is sitting there and he said, oh my, I wish I could get to Jesus. I, I would love to get rid of this blindness. I, I wish I could get, but how can I get there? I, I'm blind. I, I can't get there. Oh, I wish I could get to Jesus. But one day, Bartimaeus was sitting there begging. Suddenly he heard a commotion of a crowd coming down the road. Bartimaeus said, what's going on? What's all that noise about? They said, Bartimaeus, Jesus is coming this way. Bartimaeus said, what? Well, duh. I don't know that he said that, but he said, that means I don't have to go to where Jesus is. Jesus is going to come where I am. One of the translations said he got up took off his beggar's robe and threw it aside because he knew his significant moment has arrived. It's his day. It's his breakthrough. It's his moment. And when he heard that Jesus was within the sound of his voice, Bartimaeus cried out loud and he said, Hey, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Reading your Bible, the religious crowd ran over to Bartimaeus. They said, Bartimaeus, hush, hush, be quiet. We don't shout like that in church. Bartimaeus said, excuse me, excuse me. 
Can any one of you heal me of my blindness? Can any of you take my darkness away? Oh, Bartimaeus, you know we can't do that. Well, in that case, if you don't mind, step aside. Because I'm going to shout a little louder. And the Bible said he did. Jesus, I'm here to tell you today, your breakthrough can be one shout away. Oh, three of you have heard me. I said, your breakthrough can be one shout away. Oh, there's some life on this side. Let me say it again. Your breakthrough can be one shout away. Let me try this side. I said, your breakthrough can be one shout away. I'm here to tell you that God says today is a significant moment in somebody's life. If you will just respond by faith, you will have your breakthrough. When Jesus looked at Bartimaeus, he asked him a question. What do you want me to do for you? Oh Lord, that I may receive my sight. It's not that Jesus didn't know what Bartimaeus needed, but he wanted to make sure that Bartimaeus knew what he needed. And it's at that moment that we begin to confess our need that Jesus speaks forth a word of miracle. I've got to stop preaching now. I believe we're at that moment. We're at that moment right now where somebody is going to have that breakthrough. We're at that moment where somebody's going to leave their comfort zone and go to where Jesus is. Somebody's moment where they'll be honest enough to tell Jesus what the cry of their heart is. I don't know how many somebodies there are in this audience this morning. What a powerful attendance. I don't know how many somebodies they are. As a matter of fact, I really don't care even if there's just one. Although I believe that there are many more. But even if there's just one this morning, that's going to say, I'm going to get a hold of this revelation this morning. I'm going to touch the hem of his garment. I'm going to cry out to God today. And I know I'm going to have my breakthrough. Every head bowed, every eye closed all over this place. Now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we take authority over every binding spirit. Every spirit of bondage, every spirit 
every spirit that wants to, to bind and hold people back. But in the name of Jesus, we take authority and we say, you spirit of cancer, you're going to have to go. Tumor, you're going to have to dry up. Blood disease, you're going to have to get healed. Body, you're going to have to get healed today in the glorious name of Jesus Christ. You were created to be well. I say mountains move. I say financial difficulties break. Let breakthrough come to every believer today in the name of Jesus. Unsaved loved ones are going to come to Christ. Wayward children are going to come back to Jesus. We make a declaration. We believe it for spiritual breakthrough in Jesus name I'm going to ask right now while you're still in prayer if you're saying today that's where I am I believe God has spoken to my heart I believe this is my moment of breakthrough I'm going to get a hold of this. I'm not going to miss this moment. I'm not going to miss this invitation. I'm going to reach out to God. And I know that I'm going to see miracles. And I'm going to see breakthrough. I'm going to count to three. It's going to be simple. One, two, three. If that's you, when I get to three, just throw your hand way up in the air. And I'm going to pray with you that God is going to give you a breakthrough today. There is breakthrough moments. This is breakthrough season. Get your hand ready when I get to three. One, two, three. Lift your hand way high, way high, way high, way high. Everybody with a raised hand, stand to your feet quickly. Stand to your feet. Don't hold back now. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and come down here. Come and meet me over here quickly. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. Just come quickly. In the name of Jesus, just come quickly. Come quickly. Even if you have not raised your hand and you want to come, just get up and come. Just get up and come. Just get up and come quickly. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just keep coming. Keep coming. That's right. Keep coming. Put your faith, put your trust in Jesus today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody take three steps forward, please. I want to try and get people out of the aisles. Again, if you've not raised your hand but you want to come, just come. Just get up and come. That's right. Just keep coming. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that in the Spirit you have declared this moment as a breakthrough moment. God, there are people standing here that have become desperate they need answers they have questions there are people that need direction in their lives there are some people that need physical healing financial breakthrough restoration in marriages restoration in their families whatever it may be futures had played this morning in the mighty name of Jesus let the anointing destroy every yoke of bondage in Jesus name everybody standing in the front now open your eyes look at me real quickly this is what I want you to do I want you to take your right hand put your right hand on your heart 
want you to bow your head now. And I want to tell, I want you to tell God, why are you standing here? Why are you standing here? Answer this question that Jesus asked Bartimaeus. What do you want me to do for you? So would you now go ahead and tell Jesus what it is that you want him to do for you? But don't say it in your mind. I don't want you to think it. I want you to vocalize it. I want you to speak it. Use your breath. Use your tongue. Use your lips. Say it. I know you don't want to shout it out. I understand that. But you've got to say it. You have to vocalize it. I'm going to be quiet for a little while so that you can pray. So just go ahead. Just go ahead right now. Go ahead. Talk to God. That's right. Just talk to God. Just talk to Him. Just talk to him. God made an appointment with you today. You're not here by chance. You're here by divine appointment. This moment was created for you out of heaven. Bible says when Job prayed for his friends God answered him I want you to touch two people quickly to your left to your right in front of you wherever don't be uncomfortable stretch out your hand lay your hand on somebody's shoulder I want you now to pray for the people you're touching realize as you're touching two people two people are touching you three of us are in agreement and I want you to pray for those that you are touching right now God, do a miracle for them. God, let your power flow into them. But I'm going to ask you, pray loud enough so that both of them can hear you pray. Pray loud enough so that they can hear you pray. Jesus. Pray by faith. Something is happening in your spirit. Oh God, let faith rise. Let faith rise today. Those of you in the, in this, in the pews, will you stretch your hands forward towards the people and, and help me pray with them, will you? Help me pray for them. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we declare this day as a day of breakthrough. Today it's changing. Today it's changing. It's not going to be the same again. In Jesus' name. I believe that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But go ahead for 30 more seconds. Pray with faith. Something stirring on your inside. In the name of Jesus.
through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, it's happening right now. Here comes the breakthrough. Here comes the breakthrough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Chains are now broken. Sickness is going. Mountains are moving. Depression is leaving. Hallelujah. Restoration is coming. Wisdom is coming. Thoughts and ideas are coming. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, Father, I thank you that this moment is a holy moment. This is the divine moment. And we declare breakthrough. Prayers answered. In the name of Jesus, we declare every bondage is broken. Every sickness is going. Hardships are being removed by the power of God. In the name of Jesus, it's not going to be the same anymore. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, thank you, dear God. Thank you, dear God. We give you praise and honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. I'm going to count to three, and when I get to three, I want you to throw your hands up in the air and shout your praises to God. Hallelujah. Are you ready? I want you to shout your praises to God. Receive by faith your breakthrough today because praise is faith in action. So get your shout ready. Don't whisper, but shout your praises to God. One, two, three. Praise Him. Praise Him. Oh, yes. Thank you, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, dear God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and before you take your seat, slap somebody a high five and say, this is your day for your breakthrough. Hallelujah. We pray right now that God uses this message to plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. For more information, visit our website, evangelag.org. Evangel's all about making the name of Jesus famous and His church glorious. We love God, love people, and love life. And we're here for you, working to help draw people from impossible situations into a loving and friendly circle of hope where answers are found and acceptance is given. We invite you to join us for any of our services, Sunday mornings at 1030 and Wednesday evenings at 7. We're located at 2300 Old Bainbridge Road in Tallahassee. We have fantastic programs for kids and youth and small groups to make deeper connections. And we pray that God blesses you richly and abundantly as you continue to seek Him first in all of your life.